Hello, and welcome to another Cali After Hours podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Who is this guy talking to me right now? This isn't Cali. This is not Cali. Who is this? Who's talking to me right now? And I get it. I understand. I promise. I, if you don't know who I am, my name is Ethan. I am Callie's younger brother. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you probably recognize me. I've been on a couple times. Um, and I promise you that this podcast isn't going to be insanely different than it usually is because if you've spent a decent amount of time around Callie and I, we're the exact same person. We are literally the exact same person, just in separate bodies. So our humor is the same, the way we act and think is the same, everything. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Just bear with me. Uh, I think I have a good, solid few things that I'm going to talk about today that I think you'll enjoy, and um, yeah, and then soon enough, I'll get out of your hair, I'm going to plug my Instagram a couple times, and then you'll be right back with Callie, who is way better at this than me, and is probably more enjoyable to listen to, so yeah, let's just jump into it, you know, and, and stop wasting your time. Um, I got five main topics I wanted to talk about today. Five things, and it's going to be quick. If you know anything about Callie and the Callie After Hours podcast, she does not like editing. So I'm going to try and make it a little bit easy on her today. We're going to try to make as little editing as possible. So Callie, please, please let me know if I did a good job in making your life a little bit easier in not editing. Um, I'm also going to try and not control my voice and make it sound a certain way it's kind of interesting hearing your voice in headphones because it sounds different so you try and like change the way you talk and stuff so I apologize if I sound really stupid I probably do but I'm not used to this so you know let's just jump right into it man let's stop wasting time we're already almost well we're a little over two minutes into this now um the first thing if you don't know I just moved away from home um to go to school I go to a school called NASCAR Technical Institute, and this school is in Mooresville, North Carolina. It's about 40 minutes, I'd say, north of downtown Charlotte. And if you know where Charlotte is, um, of course you got to know where North Carolina is, East Coast State. Um, and if in, within North Carolina, it's kind of the western side of North Carolina, the state itself. So we're uh, kind of the, the western part of North Carolina, right in the middle of the state, and um that's where I go to school, and I moved down there on August 19th. I started school the 28th, so I've been down there for about four months now. I'm back. You're hearing my voice because I visited for Christmas. I actually leave tomorrow morning. I'm doing this the night before, so, you know, of course, I wanted to get this in. This was a big thing I wanted to do, and uh, this is really the only time I, you know, only time I had to do it. Uh, our whole family got sick, pretty much. Uh, this week, right after Christmas, we were all getting sick, so this has really been the only opportunity I had as far as energy goes and all that to uh, to do this, so I know I keep on saying let's stop wasting time and get into it, but I mean it for real this time. Um, I moved to North Carolina, and it's definitely been the, uh, I, I don't want to say the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, because I feel like on paper there are some things that seem like they're harder, but for me, the um the experience of being alone was really extraordinary and that's not really the uh the correct word to use cuz normally you would use extraordinary to uh it, it's a positive adjective to describe something and uh, i feel like that's not this is not loneliness is not positive in and of itself and um uh i think when it comes to uh 
to this, that, that's the only way I can describe it is extraordinary because it was just so interesting. It, it was it was such an interesting experience. Um, being that your 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 nearest direct family member, your mom, dad, brother, sister, whoever, is two thousand miles away from you. If something happens, the uh, soonest you would be able to see them is four hours, and that's being that if you could book a flight and leave right then and there. Um, it was so weird, um, just so weird. And I have some things written down here, uh, things that I learned, and that that'll be a big topic of today's podcast is things I learned um, the past really year I'd say little over a year on things I learned and um, if you want to hear about my life for the past little over a year then man this is the podcast for you you're gonna hear a lot so buckle in uh, it's a buckle up night in Salt Lake City let's get rolling um, I realize I learned how powerful um, being hugged is especially by my family Um that's something that I think I really took for granted. I always knew that my love language, I know Callie knows everything there is to know about love language, but I knew my love language was definitely touch and like physical contact and all of that. But man, I didn't understand that how much I relied on being able to hug my mother, you know, and being told it's going to be okay, you know, while my mom is hugging me. And that's something that I really missed. And, and there were points where I was stressed out from school or I was sad, or I was worrying about something, and I was like, man, I can't, this is going to be, this would be so much better if I could just hug my mom right now, if I could just hug my mom, hug my dad, hang out with my sister, go get some lunch, whatever, I didn't really understand that how much when I was feeling mentally down, or out of energy, how fueling that was, to uh, just be around those people, and just be able to hug them, and and see them, and uh, talk to them, things like that, and that's something I learned, and uh, I also learned how, and this is going to sound crazy, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but how, how dark your thoughts can be when you're alone, and kind of how much you can basically tell yourself, it's all over, like, it's done, I'm done, it's over, you know, I, I remember, um, I remember I kind of faced an obstacle in school and I was kind of, I, I was kind of feeling down. I was like, man, you know, I like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. You, you know, I, I'm trying to go out and achieve something that's impossible and, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough. I, I was raised the wrong way. You know, I need to have you know, I needed to be raised working on engines since I was six years old in order to do this, and I don't have that, and, um, you know, stuff like that, I never thought that way when I was around my family, I always looked at this going out here and going away from family in such a positive way in terms of, I know I got this, like, I got this, I can do it, and then pretty much a month in, weeks in, it was like, no, I don't, no, I don't, you know, and, and that was, that was really crazy, and, um, the last point, the last bullet point I had on this first thing was, it's incredibly easy to be negative when you're by yourself, and that's very true, and I'm sure that you guys out there have experienced this as well, in that it is so easy, so easy to just down yourself and treat yourself so badly, and, uh, some of the things I've thought about in terms of myself, and the negative things I've had to say about myself, the way I the way I put it 
is the things I say to myself, if someone else said to me, like, I'd have to beat them up for it, man. Like, I would. But yet, I can tolerate myself saying those things to me. And that's what's crazy. And um, although I think I've gotten a lot better at that, um, there were times where I was like, man, if someone else just said that to me, it wasn't me saying it to myself. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd hurt them. Like, I'd, I'd try and take them down and start swinging, you know? And, you know, I think especially something just being around people was something I, I very much took for granted and something that was very difficult for me to uh, start acclimating to and start getting used to. So there's definitely that for sure. Right, and getting into topic number two, the first one was definitely more about loneliness. Number two is going to be dwelling on the past, and this is something that I think every single human being on this planet deals with every single minute of every single day, is dwelling on the past and really looking at the past and and focusing so much on it. And this is something that I I would say was my biggest um, biggest battle that I was fighting in the year of 2023. And it's something that I don't want to take into next year because it's so destructive. And that's dwelling on the past and that's look and that's focusing and zooming in so much on on your past self. And it's not good, guys. It, it's not. It's not good to just look back on on who you used to be or the past actions you did or mistakes or, or whatever and, and focus so highly on it. And, um, you know, I, I, I think the best example I can give for this is um, a little over a year ago I went through my first ever breakup, right? I had my first, my first love, right, and then my first breakup. And when uh, the breakup happened... I was broken up with over text. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I I was broken up over text right after a phone call, and I actually woke up to it the next morning. I had fallen asleep after that phone call with this girl, and uh, I woke up, and she had broken up with me over text after the phone call. I woke up to it, and uh, that was it. That was done. And um, ever since that, every day I've thought about what I should have, what I could have, should have done differently with that relationship. And although I was 17 years old, I know very mature. Um, I look back at every mistake, everything I did wrong, everything I should have done differently. And I just hate myself for it. And I'm like, you're such an idiot, dude. I look back on things I did, or I said, or I didn't say, or I didn't do. And I'm just like, man, you're stupid. Like, and you, you don't deserve to ever get a second chance at any kind of person like that, you know, and, you know, things like that, and I look back on school, I look back on things I, I didn't do enough of in school, kind of being lazy, and I allowed myself to, to convince myself that, um, that I could never get better at something like this, you know, and I think dwelling is, um, I think, and here, here's a good way of putting it, uh, I did just go to technical school, and one thing we learned about is electronic systems in your car. You know, believe it or not, there's actually a lot of, you know, electricity that flows in your car every time you turn it on. And um, it's not just to uh, help the, you know, help the engine, whatever. It's anytime you turn the AC on, anytime you turn a blinker on, anytime you honk the horn, that's all e electricity. And the way that works is um, 
well, when you're starting an engine, when you're starting the car, spark plugs is what initially is going to start that engine for you. And dwell is the amount of time, there's spark plugs and spark plug wires. And dwell is the time that it takes electricity to flow through those systems. And the longer dwell you have, there is going to create a more powerful spark. And um, you're going to get faster spark, more powerful spark, all of that. Uh, however, if you let it dwell for too long, it starts to damage both the spark plug, it can damage the engine, it can damage the system as a whole, and you can start seeing some problems. And I think that's a very good example to give on just dwelling on your past in general. And I think it's very important to look at your past and understand the lesson you learned from it, but not look back on it and just say, oh man, I was dumb, I was stupid, you know. Things like that. Because I think d dwelling isn't evil. I think a lot of people hear dwelling and they, they, they see it as something so bad and so negative. When in reality, it's it's really not. You know, I, I think it's okay to look... It's okay to look in the rear view every now and then. Especially looking back on things and saying, Oh yeah, I remember that mistake. I'm going to do it a little bit different this time. And uh, I think that's very important. Very important. Moving on to um, here. Moving on to a uh, topic number three. This one's a big one. This one was a huge one for me in uh 2023, and it's probably gonna be the one I spend the most time on. Um, and that's self improvement, and uh, more specifically, how the gym saved my life. And I know that's kind of crazy, and I know it sounds like I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a gym rat, and, and, you know, anabolic steroids, and trend, and it, it's not, it, it, it's not like that, but, um, <laughs> but, um, I, I began going to the gym on January 9th, 2023, and, um, the gym has given me something that I desperately needed, and that was a better mindset, and better self-discipline, and uh, that has changed my life forever. Um, what started is something where I just kind of wanted to look better. I didn't feel very comfortable in my own body, and I wanted to start treat. You know, I have a I have a heart condition, right? And obviously, being healthy when you have a heart condition is a must. That's not optional. So I wanted to number one just treat myself better in being active, and then number two, get some muscle on me. I was a skinny kid. I was skinny. You know, and although that's okay, there's nothing wrong with being skinny, I didn't want to be skinny. I wanted to, you know, put on a little bit of weight, put on a little bit of mass, get some muscle while doing it, be more healthy, eat better, all of that. And um, although there were many times that I didn't want to go to the gym and I didn't want to eat that day, you know, because I was tired of eating because you have to eat so much in order to gain weight and all of that. And for someone who has a very fast metabolism, you know, that's difficult. It's difficult to do. It seems like you can eat 5,000 calories, but, oh, you went on a walk today, so all of it's gone, you know. Um, it was difficult, but it was doable. And you have to hold yourself to a to a level of account of, accountability while you do it. And... um Although it's hard, it's definitely worth it. And this effect this, this affected me positively in all facets of life, man. You know, even now with doing homework, I can't tell you how many times it's just nope, get it done. I want to sit there and relax that night. No. You're getting this done. You're going to do it. 
the bathroom is dirty. No, you're going to clean it right now. You noticed it's dirty. You're going to clean it right now. Oh, I don't want to go to the gym today. No, you're going to go to the gym right now. I don't want to do this set. I don't want to do my my fourth workout of the day, whatever. No, you're going to do it and you're going to do it right now. And although I'm kind of comparing this to the gym, I think whenever you don't want to do something, that is the most important time where you have to. When you don't want to do something, there is no more important time than right then that you need to do it. That's when you have to do it is when you're telling yourself, no, I don't want to. And if you can get very good at doing that, you'll be unstoppable. And I promise that you will be unstoppable. And another thing, life is hard, man. Life is really tough. And I'm I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure we all are well aware that life is difficult, but it's not going to get any easier. And to be honest, the way that things are looking right now in the news and on social media and just going and walking around, it's probably not going to get much better anytime soon. And um, we don't just wait. You can't just wait for life to get better because it's probably not. If you want your life to get better, you need to get better at doing hard things and difficult things and challenging things. And then challenging yourself. It's not just getting better at hard things. It's actually challenging yourself to go out and do something you didn't think that you could do. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is simple. We're around New Year's. This is right before New Year's. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. And a lot of people make the gym a New Year's resolution. And uh, although I've been consistent in the gym for a year, if you want some advice, feel free to uh, hit me up on socials. I'll definitely plug my Instagram later. I can I can let you know some stuff. But my biggest advice would be don't do too much too soon. Um, I, I feel like for me, I was trying to go seven days a week. And uh, soon enough, you just kind of burn yourself out. I would start off doing like five days a week, four days a week, something like that. Uh, make sure you have a goal in mind. You set a goal to begin with. Um, what do you want to achieve? And then researching how you're going to do that and then sticking to it. And then also realizing everyone's everyone's different, you know. Although we're all humans and we're all very similar, everyone's body is different and it's all going to react to stuff in different ways. So if you immediately, if you aren't, boom, seeing progress in something, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. And also... You know, your next door neighbor, if you guys are doing the same workout for the same amount of time each and every day, you weigh the same, you look the same, all of that, they might see progress quicker than you. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. The uh, What you need to focus on is, did I improve? Am I better than yesterday? And if the answer is yes, it's working. There's nothing to complain about. And that's something I had to remind myself too, because even now, I'll look back on myself a year ago. You know, I have I have the picture I took on January 9th, 2023, and I'll look back on it with a picture of myself now, and I'll say, man, I feel like I could have done more. And then I kind of shut myself up, and I say, dude, like, you're so much better. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you could have been 200 pounds, I guess, but, you know, you're almost 20 pounds heavier now, you know, and you're, you're you know, you've upped your style game, and you're... You're more patient with things and you're more disciplined in your life. And I look at that and it's just, man, it doesn't even matter now. It doesn't even matter how much better I could be, you know, because I improved. Um, there's a saying that one day I'd love to uh, 
to uh, maybe get tattooed on myself. I'm not sure. We'll see. But the saying goes, um, better than yesterday, worse than tomorrow. And although I think that's kind of a you know blunt way of putting it, I really have loved living my life in that way and kind of looking at it as, you know, I'm better than yesterday, but I'm worse than tomorrow. Every day I do something to improve myself, whether it's something small or something huge. And I think every day you can find something that you learned or something that you did differently that helped you become a better person and helped you reach your goals better. And uh, that, that would be my biggest advice, man. Look for the small wins, you know, just the small wins. You know, that's, it's so important to, uh, to look at the, look at the small things that you did or small things you learned. And then also this, this is a big thing and that's we grow in the losses. You know, we, we don't grow through the victories. The victories are awesome, right? Everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to win. But unfortunately, you can't win every time. And in my life, personally, I have learned way more through the failures than I have the wins and the victories, the losses, all of it. I've learned more from the losses. And when I when I look at who I am now, I am shaped, I'm molded by those L's that I took, you know? And I think it sucks that we kind of have to lose or we have, we have to learn from losing. It sucks that we have to learn from losing. It really does. But, you know, failure is the best teacher. And I think the sooner you can realize that, the, the better off you'll be. And also don't fear failure. I was in school one time and I heard a, I heard a kid talking to one of our instructors and he said, I'm just really scared to fail. And I remember in my head, I said, well, if I could, if me personally, if I could give this kid advice, if I was the instructor, I would tell him, listen, man, you're going to fail at something. I know it's kind of rude, but you can't fear failure because it's going to happen one day. It's going to happen. So you can't be scared of it. You know, you can try and prevent it. And I urge you to try and prevent it. You're scared of failing. Well, study, you know, you have an option right there to to go out and, and not fail. You know, don't fear failure because you're going to fail one day. It's just going to happen. So I would say if you really want to improve, you need to make sure you're focusing on learning, you know, and then especially not dwelling on the past. I know I talked about that earlier, but looking at the past with what did I learn from this and not just I can't believe I made that mistake because it's not good for you and you're really not going to go anywhere with it. All right, well, moving on to uh, the next topic. This one is going to be something that I think a lot of people don't think about, and it's something I would love to give a church talk about, to be honest, but um, I get to talk about it here now, so that's awesome. Um, But one thing I have really learned this year is not only about, you know, God working in your life in certain ways, and giving you, putting people in your life, taking people out of your life, giving you experiences, giving you opportunities, whatever, because we all hear about that, right? We all, that that's nothing new. But one thing I did want to touch on that I've really recognized is the timing of those things happening. And um, I think it's very important to recognize. I think a lot of people don't think about it. And... Um, it's important to recognize God's timing with things in your life. 
because I'll look back on things in my life and I'll just go, man, that thing, looking at it now in hindsight, that needed to happen right then in my life. I remember back in ninth grade, I had a friend group, and uh, of course, it's freshman year of high school, and there's a ton of drama, and now I'm not friends with them anymore, and I didn't have any other friends, so now I'm kind of alone throughout high school, right? But, you know, although that was a negative experience in my life, and it's something that really impacted me in a negative way, throughout high school, I look at it, and I say, man, that needed to happen right then. That didn't, that shouldn't have happened in sophomore year, junior year, whatever, you know, elementary school, even though that stuff doesn't really happen in elementary school, that needed to happen right then, freshman year of high school. That's when that needed to happen. And, um, I think a lot of people can look back on that. And that's something I, I, I'd even challenge you to do, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're still listening to this, you know, look back on some of the bad things that have happened to you. Look back at some of the negative experience, even positive experiences. Why was it important that it happened right then in your life? How old you were at the time of your life, the uh, the era that you were in. I know Taylor Swift's huge right now. Which era were you in when that experience happened? And it's something that I just wanted to touch on because I think it was very important. It's not a it's not a huge deal, but even you know, even how small. How 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 important was it that it happened at that point in your life versus somewhere else? E- even think about it. What if that have hap- What if that happened a year before, a year after? And then also recognizing God is never going to put something in your life that number one you can't handle, and number two that you know you aren't prepared for. If if something's happening in your life, that's God telling you, "I know you got this, man. Like you got it. You're good. I know you can do it." So, and I think the timing of that. If something happens to you, you know, you were ready that day. That moment is when you became ready to handle it. Because God isn't waiting. He's not going to wait for it. So, you know, when something happens to you, positive, negative, at a certain time of your life, I think it's important to recognize when that thing happened and then understanding you were ready for it. All right. Thing number five. And, um... This is going to sound very sappy, and I'm going to apologize in advance for it. Um, there's something on TikTok called Hopecore, and I have absolutely fallen in love with it, okay? It is my favorite thing in the world because it makes me feel, even though it's made by 12 and 13-year-olds on iPads in, you know, their, in their rooms, it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. And seriously, look up on TikTok Hopecore. H-O-P-E-C-O-R-E, Hope Core. It's the best thing ever, literally. And um, it's kind of, it kind of is what it sounds like, and it's just these kind of motivational videos, things like that, but they make you feel so good. And for the final point, I really wanted to touch on being hopeful and not losing that hope in life. Because even for me, and I know, I know I'm, not, I'm 19, oh, you haven't even experienced life yet, and it's like, sure. You got it, man, but that has nothing to do with me looking at something and being hopeful in it and something bad happening and still holding out hope and being excited for the future. It has nothing to do, has nothing to do with that. So, you know, I, uh, I just wanted to touch on being hopeful a little bit 
because I think it can be the hardest thing ever, especially when things, when something bad happens, it can be the hardest thing to, to be hopeful, and uh, I completely get it, I completely get it, um, we hear about destiny a lot, and uh, a quote I heard about destiny, and I actually made a joke to my sister a few days ago, we were going through Walmart, and uh, there was someone pushing their shopping cart very slowly, and I kind of like changed lanes to pass them, and then soon enough, right before I could pass them, they switched into my lane in the grocery store, and I turned to her, and I said, well, you, you know, man often finds his destiny on the path he once took to avoid it, and uh, although I was joking, that's a quote that I love, it just had a funny, you know, had a funny story to go along with it, so, but I, I love that quote, because I think a lot of the time we try and avoid things, and then we end up, you know, we don't avoid it at all, we just kind of delay it, and that's why I love, I love that quote, and that's, that's a piece of advice I would give anybody, and uh, I think it's a lot of the time, we're, we're destined to do something, and it just kind of depends on, you know, here, uh, I got a phrase that's different, we're kind of destined to do a certain thing in life, we kind of have this calling, and uh, I think it's easy to try and just delay it, and make it happen later, and I, I think we don't really understand that we can't avoid it, it's, it's unavoidable, and, uh, the sooner you just kind of go out and try and tackle it, the, the better off you're gonna be, and, uh, that's something I learned with moving away in August, because I could have started whenever I wanted, they, they start every three weeks, my school does, every three weeks they have a new class, so I could have waited until now, December, to, to, to start school and all that, and, uh, I just said, no, I need to get this done, you know, th this is something I just gotta do now, uh, I can't wait, I can't keep on delaying it later, later, I'll do it later, you know, just trying to delay destiny, and saying, you know, this is what I wanna do, I already have a good plan, I already, I've already been accepted, I can start when I want, you know, all of that, it was just, no, be quiet, stop talking, and just do it, and that's kind of what we did, and we just said, yeah, we're, you know, we're, I'm, I'm, we're gonna give me a summer vacation, you know, treat it as a summer break, two and a half months of summer, and then ship me off, and I'm gonna go to, uh, to North Carolina, and that's what I did, and, uh, I think I would urge everybody else to, uh, to anything that you're struggling with in, in starting, you know, I, I want to do this, um, go out and do it, man, go out and do it, like, if I could give you one piece of 19-year-old advice, dude, and a lot of people are gonna be like, you're an idiot, because you're 19, and to be honest, I kind of am, but still, go out and do it, do it now, start today, if you want, if you want to start in the gym, start today, if you want to get started in a career, start today. Start reading up on it today, right now. If you want to, you know, start a business, get started with it today. A clothing brand, get started with it today. You know, everything is today, today. Do it now. Don't delay it. You know, if that's something that you want to do, you got to do it now. 
because soon enough the time might run out. I know I know that we like to say, you know, you, you know, it's never too late, but sometimes it is. There are things in this world where sometimes it genuinely is too late and I I I think it's a very bad idea. I think it's a bad thought to be one day or older. Maybe it's a year from now. You know, you're uh uh you know, the point is with these things, you really got to just do it right now. I know I'm kind of just repeating myself, but you know, I'm sure you kind of get what I mean. And I'll start wrapping this up because this has kind of been a while. I'm not going to lie. Anyways, this has been the Ethan After Hours podcast. That's right. It's the Ethan After Hours podcast now. I run this. I run Salt Lake City. Okay. This is my show now. Well, for the weekend. I don't know when Callie's going to put this up, so I can't really give you... I'm recording this around New Year's, so we'll see when it goes up. No rush, for sure, Callie. I know you're listening to this editing, so no rush to getting it out, but, you know, uh, I'd love to see it whenever. And uh, you can find me, Ethan, at um, at Sievert, spelled S-S-E-I-V-E-R-T-T. I wanted it to just be my last name, but... It was taken, apparently, so I had to do the double S and double T. Um, Because I wanted to change it, because apparently I'm copying Callie with my Ethan.Sievert. So, (laughs) that's not why I changed it, but, you know. um, uh, But yeah, you can find me there. I also have a side account, little, like, L-I-L dot U-S-E-I-V-E-R-T. I think it is. I don't know. It's supposed to be Lil Uzivert. It's a play on Lil Uzivert. My last name's Sievert, so Lil U Sievert. Haha, really funny, clever, I know. Um, you can find me there. Um, if you want to have me on the podcast again, I'm totally open to that. 100%. I'll totally come back on and drop some 19-year-old wisdom on you guys. Anytime. Any time of the day, I'll do it. So, for sure. Um, but yeah, if you ever, you know, for me, that's about it. If you ever have the opportunity... To go out and do something cool. Go out and do it. You won't regret it. I haven't regret my decision going to North Carolina. It's been really fun. I wish I could deep dive into that experience alone. But I wanted to touch on some other things. So, you know, I hope you I hope you guys have a uh, great rest of your night. I hope you uh, cuddle up with a hot cocoa and a warm blanket. And uh, treat yourself to some uh, Frank Sinatra. And... Go to sleep just lovely. So, I'll catch you in the next one. This has been Ethan Dean Sievert. Good night.